0: This episode of Let's Meet is made possible by Boomtown Biscuits and Whiskey, a contemporary take on a classic American frontier food, and mmm, it's delicious. Stake your claim at 1201 Broadway in beautiful Cincinnati, Ohio. Phone number, 513-381-2666. Website, boomtownbiscuitsandwhiskey.com. Hi. Hello. Welcome. Nice to meet you. Let's meet. nice hi, to, me. to meet you hey, let hey bruh hi hello. hello on the 66th episode That's of nice let's meet, let's meet part three of three nice we learn meet. tim's real name let's is be. skipper michael loves you That's and ran performs the friday late show in prison
1: uh who did you who did you grow up listening to Comedy wise, uh, my dad Barb
2: mostly, uh, yeah, <laughs> was he funny? To, no, my dad sucks. Um, <laughs> my mom's funny, actually. My mom's very funny. we well, saw Barbie B. She'll listen to this, she listens to all of the podcasts I've ever done. Nice. So I gotta remember to give my mom a shout out. Um,
0: her name's Barbie though, yeah, okay, Vance. I, I, my, uh, my parents were actually Kenneth and Barbara. No, shit. And I never even made the connection until uh, my wife was like. Are you kidding me? Your parents are Ken Bard. That rules. What is your name Skipper?
2: It is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I uh I am. I I listened we used to sneak down when I was a kid, me and my cousin Mike, we would sneak uh stand up tapes from Blockbuster video. My my aunt and uncle used to rent one every week. Yeah. And if I'd stay the night so I saw like Sinbad. Yeah. Like a lot of Sinbad. And he was so funny, but we I remember the first real when He was the genie? What? Was he a genie?
0: <laughs> That's a. It's, it's one of those. Don't, we aren't sure if you. Mandela effect. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. He may, may or may not have ever been a genie. We don't know.
2: Sinbad? Yeah.
1: Yeah, you got to jump into that wormhole.
2: He was in guest house. House guest.
1: Right. He may or guest may not house. have made a Kazam type film. Really? It's debated. Yeah. yeah. No one really knows.
2: But keep going. Sinbad. Um, we, I, so he was like nice. We'd watch that with our aunt knuckle uncle, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And
2: it'd be like, oh, that's, you know, this funny. He's like, oh, don't get hit by a train in a car or whatever. He was don't like, don't you nice, run like, yeah. from me. Yeah. He was like a nice, nice Love comedian. Yeah. 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 I remember we watched Robin Williams live and his, his closer is he talks about eating pussy and my aunt was horrified. I'm sure. <laughs> and so we didn't really, she would get like. I don't More know, random, <laughs> random stand-up tapes after that. But one night, my uncle Jim came down, and he was like, he was like, hey, you guys can watch this, but rewind it and bring it back upstairs um, before you go to sleep. For real. I'm not getting in trouble. This, so was, uh, this was Eddie Murphy. Yeah, it was Eddie Murphy Raw. Was it? Yeah. Delirious. It was Red Suit. It was okay. Delirious. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. First one. And, dude, we watched it back-to-back. I mean, now it's super problematic, but like <laughs> before, you know, in the '90s when I saw it, I was like, "This is the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life." You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Yeah. It, it was crazy. He was like 22. It was wild. I could not believe how like, he was
0: like all on top of the world right at that point. At I could not believe how funny he
2: was. Definitely. And then I like that. I remember then I got really into stand up. Like I, I started watching like Carlin, and I'd watch, um, and I'd watch like. I never listened to Bill Cosby, ever. I never... One time when I was drunk as shit, one of my friends put on his dad's Bill Cosby himself album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I can't tell you one thing about it. I remember it was funny, but I can't remember one thing about it. Right. Is that because
0: um, all your jokes are actually old Bill Cosby jokes? Yeah. And this is like your... Yeah, it's, it, oh, no, I didn't just hear it. Seeped in.
2: <laughs> no, I have no connection to Bill Cosby anyway, in <laughs> any way.
0: Except for that one time where you were in his hotel room. Yeah. No, not even.
2: I've never met the man. I, I, uh,
1: why is there a wistfulness in your voice? When I don't you know, say that?
2: dude. <laughs> drink your drink. No, I don't know. I, <clears throat> I don't remember, like, some of the legends I never got to, uh, know, like, Cosby, like, I never knew him. So, like, when, I just knew him as, like, the Cosby show guy, yeah, you know, I didn't, I I didn't know he was really, like, a prolific stand up comedian. I just thought he was always on TV because he was old my whole life. So, yeah. I, I have yeah. no idea. What he did before then, but yeah, it was it was like Carlin and but he was even George Carlin was like too he was like so s- smart and adult they, we, that we I thought stand up comedy he wasn't doing like what Eddie Murphy was doing talking about you know poop and <laughs> and like eating eat, and like doing funny voices and like, yeah you know like I like Eddie Murphy was so funny to me it wasn't until like yeah it was like Carlin and then. I'm Jim Brewer, we used mm-hmm. to we used to see Jim Brewer's. Uh, he had like a pulp comics thing.
1: Oh yeah.
2: And Dane Cook came out when I was like younger, and I was like, wow, this is this guy's really fucking funny. And then I started actually like finding, finding out stuff. finding out about like oh Bill Burr's great, yeah. or, you know, like whatever. I love Bill Burr. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> when you watch those guys, like then I was like. Patrice O'Neill and yeah. those kind of guys where you're like, well, this is fucking stand-up now. Yeah, when and you Murphy really get into like it. seems like a thing of the past. Yeah. Yeah. When you really get into it. Yeah. So, like, I, I listen to all those kind of legendary, but when they were even newer, kind of like their first thing they got to do, you know, like a Comedy Central half hour. Yeah. I'd watch those. But, yeah, I, I don't, I didn't really ever listen to stand-up. I'd always watch it. Yeah, me too. Specials, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um Adam Sandler's, (laughs) remember that? Oh, all the CDs. Yeah, yeah. Those used to be bad.
0: I would listen to those on church trips. Like that was my introduction uh, to comedy. No, it wasn't. Like, you know, (laughs) yeah. Listen to widely. It was like in headphones. walk I got got this. You know. So we'd sit there and be laughing at about this goat. Yeah, yeah. You know, all that kind of thing.
2: Yeah, he's talking about like putting a shampoo bottle up his ass and shit. And, like, when I was, like, 14, 13, so I was funny. like, this is crazy. <laughs>
0: right. This
2: man is going to be arrested. You know right. what I mean? Because I, I didn't know shit <laughs> like that. And he's, like, crazy. Yeah. Yes. He was, like, talking about jacking off. I never heard a comic, like, talk about.
1: Yeah. You no, know, I'm the same way. When I grew up, I was listening to Brian Regan and Paula Poundstone and John Panette. Mm-hmm. Those are the people I always listen to. So then when I got older and really started listening to the comedians, I was like, ooh. <laughs> Can I laugh at this? Yeah. <laughs> is that okay? Is Jesus watching me laugh at this? Sorry. <laughs> it is it is gnarly. Like,
2: some of that, some of the stuff that wants you, like, you know, you watch Steve Martin, or or even, you know, you're like, he's just like, Ugh, and he's being funny, and he's so funny, and like, Dane Cook is kind of, he'll, he'll say some shit about whatever, mm-hmm. and then you like, go further, and you're like, yeah, Patrice O'Neill is Crazy, yeah. yeah and he's the best, and then you actually start getting into comedy and you realize like, oh okay, you can pretty much kind of say what you want as long as it's funny, yeah, yeah
1: do you are you running into some people who are like kind of uh pushing back on comedy though because I keep i don 't know if it's one of those things where it's like people are are actively saying it because it 's true or they're actively saying it because they hope it doesn't happen but there, what I hear from the in, in the all the comedian podcasts I listen to is that people are saying we can't be funny anymore. People are trying to attack comedians and take away our ability to be funny and say what we want to. I get laughs all the time, man. If you, it, it, it depends <laughs> like, on what it, you know what I
2: mean. It depends on what you're, it depends on what you're talking about. I don't talk about fucking anything, dude. I don't talk yeah. about. I don't want to be poignant. I just want you to leave laughing. Or or be like that dude. That dude was so funny. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, you can get in the car and be like, "Was he talking about a shitting fork?" Like, <laughs> I have a joke with that in there. Like, I, I'm not like. So anyway, guys, this political climate. I I don't have any jokes with any. So it. I mean, I just tell little stories and try to be funny. I don't. Yeah. I, and you have I, a
0: great non funny comedic accent. Oh yeah. Wow, well, today that thing's yeah. great. I just,
2: I, yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. I don't want to be. I don't want to be poignant. I yeah. want to be a comedian. I don't want to do a fucking TED Talk.
1: So you think people should yeah. focus less on what rights are going to be taken away and just do what they do? I think,
2: pe- I, okay, somebody else, somebody else said this, and
1: I would love to remember who said it. But
2: it's like, people say, I think it was Todd Barry. Comedians would be like, you can't even say certain words anymore. And Todd Barry's like, go ahead, Sam. Right. Go ahead, Sam. What words? Sam. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you talking about? What do you mean you can't say? You're not right. saying them anyway. Yeah, Nobody's going up there and saying all of the things you can't say. George if, Carlin did once. Well, <laughs> he did the cusses. But if, but if like, you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> modern day, that bit, modern day Carlin, would be crazy. And I'm sure there's an open mic or somewhere that's like, I'm going to do, do it. Let's do this. You're
0: yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no, dude. <laughs> but at the end, I'll smash a fruit. Yeah. And everyone will be like, oh.
2: It's- <laughs> all I, all I could afford was a ball peen hammer, but I'm gonna smash <laughs> this watermelon. It's gonna take me quite a while. Lots of wax. Yeah. Just start with
0: grapes, small hammer, yeah. you good. Dude, yeah.
2: I, like why would you wanna do you know what I mean? Like yeah. there is that thing though where there's like guys that try and girls that try to go on stage and be these like new generation Bill Hicks, Carlin, and you're like, dude, we just be over the top. No, just like say a thing that's that like a personal, maybe a very woke opinion, Yeah, you know, that I would even share a sentiment in. But yeah. in my mind, I'm like, why are you doing that into a mic? You know what I mean? Yeah. This isn't yeah, yeah. Thanksgiving and you're reading your
0: dad the riot act right. for I, being I a
2: Republican. <laughs>
0: just go make people laugh. Yeah. Fart or something. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the new comics that I've seen are, you know, they get up there and they just tell these stories that are about... I mean they're long too, yeah. And there's not a punchline in them. There's like a couple of like little funny things here and there, yeah. But it's a good five minutes. Oh really? Where I didn't laugh.
2: Oh well, that's a bad comic.
0: Okay. (laughs) Because if you're not laughing
2: for five minutes,
1: Uh, unless it's something. Listen, Jim Gaffigan is not a bad comic, friend. Yeah,
2: I know. The the (laughs) the payoff. The payoff has to justify that <laughs> the silence. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, I mean, I even have I have longer winded bits where I tell stories where I purposely like dropped a tag out of it, so I didn't get a laugh in that spot, but the payoff is makes so much it bigger, more, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you have to do that, like, lower your tone, be engaging, people are listening, people are watching you, and then you, and then you don't, you don't do a little, like, a <laughs> and get a big, because you're really like, come on, come on, everybody's building, waiting, building, and building. plus you've got to gain that trust with an audience anyway, you got to yeah. go up and start being funny right away, and they know you're funny, so when you do take them on a little ride, you know, ten minutes down your set, they're like, okay, we're listening, because, you know, we're, we're liking watching this person do stand-up, like... Yeah. So if you're not getting a payoff, that's a bad comedian. That's me in my very first open mic. That's what it is. It's me going up and being like, "So uh, I live in a neighborhood where uh, a guy cooks all day and uh, he's a barbecue guy, and it's just there." Okay, okay, okay. Just all information and no like payoff. Yeah,
1: yeah. that was good
2: old RB year one.
1: Oh, <laughs> man. what's coming up next for you? Are you are you um? The moon, baby. Yeah.
2: I'm headlining Comedy Fight Club in Dayton.
1: Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I saw an advertisement for that yeah. on the Facebooks. Yeah.
0: Is it like a battle of the bands? No,
1: it's like
2: uh the audience versus the comic. Oh. Yeah, so like I go like the audience is like they react to a wheel and I spin it and then whatever it lands on they get to do. Like one of the options I've heard, I've never done the show. One of the options <laughs> I've heard is uh Take a selfie with the comedian. So, like, you'll be in the middle of your act and, like, people just get up out of their seat and take a picture with you. Yeah. It's stuff like that. Boo. Boo when you should laugh. Like, like dumb shit. Like, But I'm excited because I'm going to spin the wheel, like, 50 times. I'm just going to whip them into a frenzy and get off the <laughs> Do
0: stage. all these things. I'm
2: going to be like, oh, my God, this one says rip the bar to shreds. That's crazy. <laughs> no.
1: That's good. I like that. Yeah. When is that going to be? March 6th in Dayton at Ned Peppers. Ned Peppers? Is the yeah. guy's
0: house? <laughs> uh, no, no. Nate
2: Washington runs the show. It's it's in the Oregon District, once again, which you are not familiar. But it's called Ned <laughs> Peppers. We'll
0: become familiar. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's, it, it should be a fun show. March 1st, I'm doing a benefit in Northside, Ohio, in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. It's at Urban Artifact, I mm-hmm. believe. It's a benefit. Granny okay. Manhattan's putting it on. I'm one of 12 comics, so I don't um, know where I'm going. I don't know how much time I'm doing. But uh, I'm I'm doing that, and then I, um, dude, I don't ha- I don't keep account. I'm such a fucking moron. <laughs> You're like, I what like, am I doing? Don't <laughs> I like? I think I wrote them down in my thing. But the new the new season of Rumble Lips comes out February nineteenth tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, should I not have dated your podcast? No, no, it's fine. It um, doesn't matter. No. So season two is available on iTunes or wherever you get podcasts, and it's funny, guys. Thanks, man. It's funny. And I got a um, hosting at Go Bananas Comedy Club the last week of March for Brendan Air's album recording. So nice. I, I'm, I'll be at Go Bananas for six shows. Nice, and that's like March something through something. So <laughs> twenty seventh through the. Th- yeah. we'll, we'll look
0: stuff up. We'll post it on the. That would the, be dope. Things yeah. he
1: says we, but it's him. He does all that yeah, good stuff. Some nerdy stuff. I'll, if, I'll actually just send you dates. But, yeah, do that. But yeah, yeah
2: that, but yeah, I have those.
1: If if so there's fun. someone, if there's someone listening out there who's like me and and never really goes to comedy clubs but wants to. Desperately, but just doesn't ever do it. Yeah. What What is a good night to go where you can feel pretty comfortable and also have a good time?
2: Wednesday through Sunday.
1: Yeah, anytime. The
2: pro-am is like the open mic. Yeah. So there's like 15 comedians or 14 or 13 or 12, and they all get five minutes. And then um, there's a headliner, generally. And then Thursday is just go to www.gobananascomedy.com. Mm-hmm. And look up the schedule because we have great headliners coming through, like really good shows, mm-hmm. like the Brendan Air Show at the end of March. Mm, I have heard about that. Yeah, it, it's it's great. You got a bunny hopping around. That's yeah, pretty it cool. Happens. Yeah, yeah it, it, all the shows are great. I mean, you'll you'll always have a good time unless there's like unless some, you don't unless right. there's like some no. But the certain
1: my the, body, my choice.
2: It, it it's all contingent on how the crowd is. You know, yeah. I mean, it's not because of the wait staff; they're amazing. It's not because of the Food or the drink prices they're amazingly inexpensive uh, especially for a comedy club it's it's generally if there's a bad apple ruins a bunch you know yeah because I mean we've had to throw people out and it, like every other comedy club and it's just it's just like it's the thing that happens
0: yeah people how can how can me and Michael uh, get thrown out I'll give you guys tickets I'll throw you
2: out immediately um just <laughs> yeah. as soon as you see us you just talk out perfect it's over <laughs> talk out or be too drunk and they were like hey man we printed out your check. Take off. It's not like a throw out. They're not like DJ Jazzy Jeffing anybody. <laughs> they're just like they're just like. Well, that's disappointing. They yeah, come set your kinda... check down, and they're like, "You've had enough. We're, we're going to ask you to leave." That's it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm be like, I
0: want to be tossed out. And, and then like, the
1: to police. Have okay. you <laughs> have you worked a show before where the the owners don't want to kick someone out who's being outrageous? No. Okay. Generally, it's like
2: a known... Th- if it's a comedy show show, like open mics, uh, there's a drunk guy that walks through the in quotes showroom. Yeah. Where basically an open mic, you're just doing a tack comedy. You're going up and people are like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Oh, is there a band? Guy setting up a microphone and a speaker. And then five minutes later, somebody's like, so I was jacking off land. And you're like, oh, well, okay, I guess this we're on a comedy correct. show. Right. <laughs> and it depends on how many beers the person's had. They're like, oh, shut up. You know? Yeah. It's like, well, oh, I
1: was... We did it. I, the reason I ask is I was listening. To, I like Chris Fairbanks quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to him on a podcast talk about doing a, sh- uh, a show where he was basically stuck all week. It was like a week-long thing. And um, was it him or was it – I think it was him. Anyway, um, he was – his audience was basically one night was um, was like – 40 guys, 40 roughneck guys, yeah. drinking Bud Lights all day long because it was their one day off. And it was like in this remote town or whatever, and they were all there for the show, and they were already get, they were getting up and getting on the microphone before he even got up and they were acting dumb, acting yeah. fool. And he went up to the owner and was like, "So, you're going to get rid of these guys, right?" And the owner was like, "No." these are your people like there's nobody else around this oh, is your no. this is this is your crowd that's a nightmare mm, i can't imagine that i mean uh, I, I can't I mean, imagine doing it just in a
2: in a, I've great done room. a real life nightmare show dude like a real life nightmare show and that's where we're in oh really just yeah me and uh it was what was crazy is the owners couldn't kick anyone out because it was at a prison.
1: Oh, and. No.
2: Uh, it was like a max security prison. And me and Lee Kimbrell, some guy hit me up on Facebook and was like, Hey, man, I used to be a CO at this prison. I don't know if I can say the name of it. I probably shouldn't. Yeah, but probably. I used to be a CO at this prison. Um, would you be interested in doing a show, clo- closing the show out at this prison? It's like two hours away. I was like, yeah, bring it on.
1: Yeah.
2: He's like, it's all the good inmates, whatever. So It's all the good inmates. So by the time I get there... It's now, I was like, can I bring somebody? He's like, sure. So I brought Lee Kimbrell, who's very funny, comic in Cincinnati. I bring Lee. We're like driving up. We go there. He's like, hey, there's too many people for just one show. I added a second show. Um, Do you guys want to co headline? And I was like, you get your own cell. Yeah, exactly. I was like, sure. Yeah. So Lee closed out the first show. And the first show was one of the best shows I've ever done. Yeah. It was crazy. There was 400 people in this room. Yeah. And they were all super respectful. I mean, you didn't talk about being in prison, whatever. You know, right. you just talked about you did your jokes, you did your time, you fucked around, you didn't you weren't disrespectful. But like I was noticing there's like no guards in there with us. We're in this <laughs> chapel and there's no place to hide cuz it's prison. so there was no back wall like there was a back wall but it was the wall to the outside yeah there's no like back room or anything you can lock yourself in we're like well this was great and at the end of the show we're like can we go out and meet the guys like yeah so we went out and shook people's hands and it was crazy this guy this guy that was there at the prison walks from lee shaking lee's hand comes over to me he's like i was just telling lee i've seen you guys at go bananas in cincinnati Whoa. I was like, well, that's awesome, dude. Get out of here, you
0: know? Yeah. And he's like, I can't. I can't. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah.
2: And so, like, the dude is, the dude is just, like, there. It was, it was that kind of show. It was, like, very fun. Me and Lee were all jazzed up afterwards. Like, damn, that was great. And then we see the next group of guys coming in. They look like the same group of guys. You know, a bunch of yeah. white guys, a bunch of black guys, some Mexican guys, some old guys, some young guys. They're all coming in. We're like, oh, this is going to be fucking great. Actually, they're younger than the last crew. Yeah. Well, Last crew was the good behavior crew, 400. <laughs> this 250 is the psychopaths. Because, dude, wow. when the first guy wow. went up, he was like, I used to be a CO at this prison. They were like, boo! like, fuck you, cop! And, like, screaming. Oh, no. And I was like, no. oh, like, oh
0: no, dude. They went on my pro-cop jokes. Oh, no. <laughs> I have
2: zero of those. But I was like, oh, no, dude.
0: So I'm, this is the one
1: I have to close. Oh, my God. And I was
2: like, Shit. So they're booing this guy the whole time. Just, like, leave leave Lee there. Yeah. (laughs) See, Lee. No, because, like, Lee went up. And and they're literally not even yelling at Lee. They're yelling at each other. They're heckling each other. They're just fighting with each other in the the rows. Not fist fighting, but just screaming back. Like, look at your pants. He's like, I'm wearing the same pants as you. You know what I mean? It's, like, crazy. (laughs) But, like, you're watching and you're just telling your jokes. And you realize, like... Lee gets off and then I go up and then they're still screaming at each other. They're still thinking they're screaming at Lee, but I'm up there now. And now they're screaming new stuff at me, but not really because they're screaming at each other. Mm -hmm. And so I'm looking, that's the left side. It's like kind of like the younger group group of guys that it's like, you know, it's all mixed race, but they're kind of like the more face tattoos and shaved heads and, you know. these guys and then I look in the middle aisle because it's kind of set up the room's kind of set up like a fan Mm -hmm. and I look in the middle aisle and it's all these older white guys just all older white dudes and they're they're obviously like white supremacists Mm -hmm. they have like SS tattoos and they're all old lightning bolts everywhere yeah lightning bolts like swastikas and they're laughing and I'm like, I don't want these guys Yeah, I don't want, I don't
0: want <laughs> Nazis I don't, to be a fan want to of mine.
2: <laughs> I was like, so that, now in my mind, I'm like, well, fuck this show. Uh, the group of guys I want to laugh, they're all fucking going crazy on each other. They're not listening to me. They right. stop yelling at each other to maybe yell something at me. or You know what I mean? <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: And then the, the middle group is a bunch of fucking Nazis. I don't like them. And then the <laughs> other group in the fan, the other quadrant, mm. is older men. Of mixed race spread out like every 20 feet on these church pews. And I was like, what are they? Like in my head, I was like, what is this group? Oh, they're the pedophiles. Cool. And now they're laughing at me. So oh, I only man. had the Nazis and the pedophiles laughing at oh, me. Oh, man. And I'm trying not to make them laugh. And these guys <laughs> hate me. So, and that was, I don't know, minute 19 of my 20 minute set. And I'm like, and I'm like, dude, thank God this is almost over. And then the lady that was running the whole show.
0: Wait, she, five was,
2: she was the <laughs> only guard for four hundred or two fifty on the second show plus men, mm. and she's the only guard. If these guys want to get real pissed, I mean, I don't have any jokes. I would really piss anybody off, but they're like, if they want to get real pissed, well, what is this lady going to block the the four comedians that were there? Right. So she comes in and she's giving me the throat cut sign. I didn't know if something happened outside, you know
0: she I'm was like, saying her
1: throat got cut
0: yeah she was <laughs> like, no, like oh I, I'm they're actively all I'm bleeding I'm dying yeah, yeah. yeah. There,
2: there's a riot about mm-hmm. to happen because so, it felt like that it was super it was the the scariest I've ever been on stage and it was Not probably just the, the, the Thursday for there for, for the that business. was Friday late right. show yeah. me and Lee Still. always say it's it's going to be easier than Friday Late Show at the prison, dude. We're fine. <laughs> yeah. And we get all, and like, she give me a throw cut. What so, a barometer, by the way. <laughs> there's also nowhere, there's also nowhere to run. No it's green some room. some shit's going down. There's no green room. There's not even a fucking sink fixture in there. <laughs> at
0: this point, you're, you're, be- can't hop a fence, that's razor wire. Your it's- best bet is to walk straight forward. Yeah. That's really it. Yeah, you don't want to get ripped apart. Except your death.
2: (laughs) And yeah, dude, because the gate to let us into the main facility, away from all the prisoners who are hanging out basically in front of a church chapel, is about 500 yards away. Mm -hmm. And so we went out. We're like, we're not going to meet this group because they hate us. Mm -hmm. So we stayed on to the side of the building but the lady guard was like all right I'm going to take you guys back up there so we we're like okay let's go and so I'm following her and it's just a group of the guys that just screamed at us for no reason waiting for church so now as we're leaving it wasn't directed to me or lee really it was directed towards a guy that said he used to be a ceo mm-hmm. and so they were really like saying shit to him so it was kind of nerve-wracking just walking the you're like what do you do you walk fast they're gonna be like, look how scared these dudes are. So right. we were just like walking at a normal pace, like, God damn it, dude, this sucked. This was me and Lee got in the car to leave, and I told the showrunner too when we went out to the parking lot. I was like, all right, pay us now. Don't Venmo, no nothing. Pay us. And like we got in the car and we were driving away, and me and Lee from from we're two hours out from home. We sat there for about thirty five minutes without saying a word. And then basically at the same time, we were like, hey, that was crazy, right? That was like the most terrifying thing you've ever been. And he was like, yeah, that was it. All of the nightmares leading up to that show, like, oh, yeah, what if there's no guards? And we're like, yeah, right. Impossible. Hey, like, no. Yeah. yeah, and we're like, what if, what if guys are just screaming at us we can't say it? What if it's the scariest group of humans What if Nazis love see? us? Yeah. What if we only get applause breaks from pedophiles? What about that? And then all of that shit happened. And it was, it was such a bummer because both shows weren't like that. The first show was awesome. Yeah. It was great. I, in the middle, of my said some guy kicked his shoes off. He was laughing. He was like, ah. "They were shower shoes. They're easy to get off." But he kicked them but off still. anyway. But he kicked them off, and I was like, "Yeah, my man!" Like I was like, "We were having the best time." And then this new this new prisoners come in, and it's like, "Oh God, this is a different group of grizzly bears right here." We are getting torn to bits. That was a grizzly man documentary reference. <laughs> Appreciated and not wasted. Did you know about that? Yeah, that's why he got killed because it was a new bunch of grizzly
1: bears. I'd never, I've never seen it. Oh, he, but I've, well, I've heard of he it. Dies. I've heard everyone talk about um,
0: it. <laughs> what yeah, he dies at the very beginning. Wait, the that's when my mom died. The no. twist, though, is he he gets killed by a walrus. Yeah, <laughs> a, a grizzly bear with walrus teeth. Yeah, <laughs> a shaved grizzly bear. Uh, it's just a walrus. It's a grizzly uh, walrus. Yeah, yeah. No, that that guy, that
2: grizzly man guy, he like went out there for thirteen years with the same bears, and he was trying to hibernate with them to film a live grizzly bear birth. Never yeah. happened. But then he got pissed off at an airport and flew back in, and his bears went up to hibernate, and a whole new group came down, and he got eaten quick. So that's that's <laughs> how it felt in the prison. I was like, oh, these bears are kicking their shoes off and clapping
0: their feet. This is great. <laughs> these are new bears. I'm um, like, oh god, new bears, new bears. We're about to get eaten. I love I think, that, it. I think that's a great way to close out our show.
1: I think so. We oh, usually yeah. we do a prayer, but I think tonight this is enough. Dude, yeah, we could get... do a prayer. No. Okay. No, you have killed the mood. <laughs> no, <you're fine. laughs> <sighs> I've ruined another prayer. <laughs> guys, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Especially <laughs> your mom. Yeah. Barbie B. Thanks for listening. Barbie, thank Barbie you. B. Yeah. Where, where can people follow you aside from Instagram? You have, have Twitter and all that jazz? Yeah. I, I'm
2: at Ran Barnaclo across all social media. Yeah. R-A-N-B-A-R-N-A-C-L-O. Right on. Follow him. Guys, I'm telling you. Follow my podcast. It's, it's a, a good It's a secret time. group on Facebook. Oh. The Rumble Lips Trash Heap. Oh my word! That's how I know how. That's how I know who really likes to listen to it. So, yeah. forty people. That's cool. It's a good time. I'm telling you. <laughs> but my download fun. numbers beg to differ.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm just hoping
2: like fifteen hundred people don't have Facebook.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Impossible. So yeah. So uh, if you if you can if you find it in your heart, give us a little rating. Give us a listen. Tell all your friends. Because we appreciate it, we like it, we have a good time. We want to bring more interesting and fun, cool guests to you, just like Ran. Hell yeah, brother! Um, So Crack again, it. thank you so much. The and cat looks uh, like a rabbit. A lot like it. I want to call him. <laughs> it's I've, a cabin. I've changed his name from Bunjamin to I want to call him Black Philip from oh, now on. That's cute. Because he makes me nervous. So <laughs> like Black Philip? Yeah, you ever seen the witch? Mm. It's Definitely. good. Okay. There's a big <laughs> black goat in it that the kids call Black Philip. The goat's name's Philip. Yes, sir. It's a cute name. Man, yeah. for a goat. Now, when Black is in front of it, I guess it's bad and ominous.
2: Yeah. Well,
1: he's also the uh, the 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 devil in the movie. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Phillip Phil the devil. Mm-hmm. All right. He talks to the little children. Pissing uh, me off. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> like Philip's pissing me off. I guess man. we will have to pray now. Tim. Yep, Michael. You're a hero and a scholar. And you as well. All right. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs> Bye. Right.
0: Thank you for listening to the Let's Meet podcast. This concludes our interview with Rand Barnacle. Check him out at GoBananas, our own line. Links will be posted on letsmeetpodcast.com. For more information, please visit our website at letsmeetpodcast.com and please subscribe. Nice to meet you. Hello. Let's What you doing? Hey. Hello.